Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of SFC Connects, the podcast and YouTube video that uh, we've been producing since the COVID-19 crisis, where our colleagues, our staff, and the community have been working from home and sharing their experiences about the different programs that Skills for Change has and what's going on in the community during this uh, pandemic. So today, uh, I'd like to welcome Jose Gillette, um, who's our Canadian communications in the Canadian workplace instructor and also a Canadian language benchmark assessor. So welcome, Jose. Hi, Sambada. Thanks for having me. How are you today? It's nice and warm out there, so hopefully we can get some sun later on. Oh yeah, for sure. Can't wait to get outside. Thanks for being with us. Um, I, I wanted to take a different take, you know, we've been doing a lot of interviews with our colleagues and we've explored areas such as uh, the Newcomer Entrepreneurship Hub, our human resources team has uh, come on for an interview and our women's program. And today I wanted to take a, a closer look at some of our language programs that we offer at Skills for Change. And so I, first let's start off with uh, telling the listeners a bit about yourself and how you got involved with Skills for Change. Yeah, I'd love to. So um, I've, I have over 20 years teaching experience both here and abroad, and my learning journey has led me to Skills for Change. Um, I enjoy working with newcomers and helping people and working closely with community, which is exactly what Skills for Change does. Um, I started off uh, with this program, CCW, right from the start. And at the time, we were one of the first in the city to have such a program. Uh, what's great about our program, what makes it really unique, is that it's specific to engineers, IT, and architects that are looking to work on their soft skills of language, but also to find gainful employment in their field. So this is a unique program, and I'm so happy to be part of it. And um, I'm so proud of the successes that we've had over the years. That's amazing. Thank you so much. And you're right. It is very unique to have a program specific to those industries. And so you are not just getting them ready. We know that a lot of our clients have the technical skills required that they bring from their um, home countries. Um, but to get them really prepared for the workplace by introducing them to specific language and specific uh, terminology, uh, you know, required for those particular industries. So I think that's really amazing. Um, in your many years of experience, uh, what do you feel has been the shift in the type of language learners uh, that have either come to Canada and, and some of the learners that have, uh, you know, been in Canada for a very long time? Right. Um, well, we've always had clients from those specific sectors because our program was designated for that. But over the years, I've definitely noticed that the language levels have skewed a little bit higher, mm -hmm. um, but soft skills was always a concern. And also their job experience has become more varied. So before we had a lot of clients that went, came from one specific country and then immediately emigrated over to Canada. Right. Now what we're seeing is we're seeing newcomers to Canada with a variety of experiences from many countries right. or even closer to home, like the U.S., 
mm -hmm. or the UK, for example. Um, but at the bottom line is their goals are still the same, and that is to massage their existing language skills that they have and to find meaningful employment in their field. Right. That's interesting um, that you mentioned the US and UK because, uh, you know, even though they're so, they're, they're, especially the US is so close to us, I can assume that some of the, uh, the culture is a bit different. So they would still require a lot of the, uh, the service that you guys provide through the program. For sure, for sure. There are some differences and we're aware of those subtle differences. Mm -hmm. And we can help them uh, navigate through the, the, their journey to get that job and to get them where they want to be. That's really great. Um, and uh, how important do you think it is uh, to offer this type of uh, language communication program for new immigrants to become successful in Canada? You mentioned a little bit about that, just in terms of their motivation and their, you know, this, the end goal of what they want. Uh, so do you, do you think that, it, you know, uh, the success rate can be higher if they utilize a program like this? What do you, what do you feel in that regard? Well, we all understand how important communication is. So, you know, language is the key, but good communication is what opens the door to new uh, opportunities. We also know that if we look at job postings, we almost always see um, good communication skills are highly required, especially for management or supervisor uh, positions. Um, I think our program is, is really important for that. It, it addresses that. Mm -hmm. And um, we help them with those soft skills that are workplace specific, but we also have an employment component that helps them prepare for an interview right. and handle phone interviews and also handling little, you know, little things that might happen at work mm -hmm. on the first few couple of days. These are really important things that are, that go way beyond the grammar. Um, so we, we really focus on those soft skills. I think it's so, so important. And I think our team really understands those, those components. And, and that's why we have such a good success rate. Mm -hmm. That's why we have referrals. Mm -hmm. And that's why uh, we still stay in touch with our former clients. And it's so great. It's the reason why I get up in the morning. You know, when I hear that they've gotten a job or they send me a message and tell them where they are, it, it really is, it's, it's proof that, you know, what we're doing is, is really making a difference. That's so. That's really amazing to hear, and we know that a lot of our skills for change clients do come back to us um, as mentors and just with their success stories because um, they're so uh, thrilled at you know their journey and the way that we've been able to support them. So that's really great to hear. And you mentioned that our staff really get uh, get that, and and part of that is working together with other program areas. So how do you work with other Skills for Change programs to ensure that the clients are fully prepared for the workforce? So communication and, and teamwork is, is really, really important. And at Skills, I feel like it's a one-stop shop. 
Mm -hmm. um, the beauty of Skills for Change is we have a lot of different programs and services offered, you know, under one umbrella. So we sort of, we've done our research and we've been in, we're not new to this game. We've been, uh, we've been around for over 30 years. And so we understand, I think we have a very good understanding of what newcomers, newcomers need. And we've um, addressed that by offering the programs, whether it's employment, whether it's language, whether it's bridge, bridge training or career training, or even settlement. We've covered all those bases. And the beauty with us, again, is we can offer that under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. And uh, we share that information continuously with our clients through different channels. We use uh, social media, Eventbrite, Facebook. We have a website. Um, so the information is out there for them. It's very, very accessible. That's great. But what, in terms of um, hiring managers and employers, um, what can you tell us about the value add of the program? Well, you know, we, we understand employment very, very well. And we have partnerships with, with businesses. We also take a lot of uh, learnings from Employment Ontario and the employment counselors there. And we use their learnings and experiences to bring it back to our program and sort of um, take what they've learned and then uh, bring it into our program. And so it, it's constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. um, I think we are, we have an eye on trends. We have to, we have to look at um, the latest trends. We have to look at a lot of stats. We have to look at beneath the surface. And I think, um, and also creating a good partnership with the community of employers um, is really looking at under the surface, having the partnership are really, really key factors um, in really understanding what's going on. And if we didn't do that, we wouldn't stay competitive. Yeah. And nobody would come to us, quite honestly, um, because why would they listen to us? So... Um, I think we're looking at it from a lot. We understand that it's multi-layered. It's not right. just a static thing. And we're constantly um, revisiting and revising um, our program and our facilitation based mm -hmm. on how the market also evolves. Right. So great transition to the next question around the market really truly evolving at this moment during the pandemic. Um, what are you seeing in terms of our clients, your clients, uh, particularly being able to access the labor market? And what are some of the concerns that you've been hearing based on the current pandemic and the current situation? Sure. They're obviously very concerned. Mm -hmm. They're concerned like a lot of people. Um, you know, they're, um, they're looking at the news, um, they're either watching the news or they're reading the news. And they're very concerned about whether they're going to get a job here and when. And I think when is the million dollar question. Um, and I think it's totally understandable for them to be concerned because I think it's not just newcomers. I think it's everybody's concerned. Right. Yeah. Um, so what I do in, in regards to that is um, if they have a concern with that they want to share with me. I don't talk, I listen to their concerns. 
and I try to offer them a safe place to express their concerns and let them know it's okay to get things out. I'm not going to judge them. And then from there, if I can help them, I can. And if I can't, then I refer them to the person or the people that can. Most important thing is that they don't walk away empty handed. It's very easy for me to say, well, you know, keep calm and carry on. Um, but we need to all stay strong right now and keep telling ourselves we're going to beat this. And I think we will. I don't know when because I don't have a crystal ball. Mm -hmm. But um, I think if you stay busy, um, either taking courses, communicating, utilizing our services, and talking to different people, and not putting all of your eggs in one basket, I think that will help people feel less alone and less isolated, and that will help people to some extent get through this difficult time. Definitely. And uh, I think that's all we can do is be compassionate and understanding and listen to our clients and make sure that they know, like you said earlier, that we are a one-stop shop so we can provide them with supports in any different way, you know, during this time particularly, um, that's going to be really important for their success in the labor market. And, um, you know, have some of your, just a follow-up question, have some of your um, learn, teachings, have, have they been modified? You talked a little bit about um, preparing them for interviews, phone interviews and things like that. Mm -hmm. Have you been able to incorporate some of that technology piece into the program to get them ready for this new work world? So the, the new normal is everything's online. And as soon as the, this uh, pandemic hit, we immediately um, transitioned to online learning. Um, it was a little bit bumpy at first, trying to um, pick the right, uh, I guess, medium Mm -hmm. um, to use. So we're using Google like a lot of other teachers here. Um, and uh, it was a little bit bumpy, but to tell you the truth, um, it's, it's working out well. Mm -hmm. um, so everything has moved online. My classes are all virtual online. We meet regularly every day. Mm -hmm. um, we have assignments posted every day. So that hasn't changed. The only thing that's changed is my classroom is now my dining room. <laughs> um, and they might have some distractions at home, my students, which we cannot, uh, you know, we can't control. We have to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have to be more flexible. So we're kind of just running with the punches here. We're just sort of going with the flow. And, um, as far as the employment component of our program, same thing. It's the same, it's the same information, it's the same material, it's just that we're going online. Yeah. Well, which is really great because, you know, it is innovative. It's, you know, uh, I think we were going to be, it, as a society, going that direction anyways. So now, even when we do go back into the workplace, I'm sure a lot of that can be incorporated so you can do a mix, um, especially of those clients that may not necessarily be able to get to our location, right? Um, so you right. can get it from, from both uh, ways. So I think that um, in the end, it is a benefit 
to our agency and to our clients to be able to work with them in these multiple uh, mediums for sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, on a more positive note, my students have become excellent cooks and bakers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how that's even possible for them to be even better than they were because I've attended many of your uh, your uh, potluck parties with your clients and the food is always so delicious. So I know, they're famous. Next level now. <laughs> they're famous. I know they're famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's the highlight of mine is every time you pop out of your door and say, come and join us for your potluck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, given this uh, current situation in the pandemic, uh, what do you think you can give us in terms of any advice that you could give uh, to governments around some additional supports that might be needed for clients going forward? Well, I think, uh, I think continuing to fund a program like ours is really, really important. And I'm not just saying that because I'm part of it, but because we get the job done. We get results. We, we do what we're supposed to do, and we've done it time and time and time again. If we weren't doing it, then we wouldn't still be here. It's as simple as that. Um, that's the number one thing. So keep funding programs like ours because people don't come here to, you know, for a vacation. They come here to start a new life and to get to give back um, to, to Canada. They want to work. They want to contribute. They want to participate, and they do. Um, so that's number one. Number two, I would like them to continue with public transit funding. Mm -hmm. A lot of our students rely on those TTC tokens to come to class. I think that's really, really another important part. Uh, I think it's also important to continue funding for childminding. We have a lot of uh, moms and dads that rely on the child minding so that they can participate in their class and not stay home and not feel left out of the community and continue with their learning. And I also finally would really like to see them uh, encourage employers um, to value newcomer experience, not just Canadian experience. Mm -hmm. That newcomer experience is, is just as valuable. And finally, this is my long list, sorry about that. The final thing is to make uh, maybe some amends to licensing of, of the professional associations because sometimes this can be a barrier. I find that sometimes it can be a little bit too exclusive rather than inclusive. Right, that's a very comprehensive and very good list. I think maybe even now I would maybe add some supports for online training as well. Yes incorporate that so that, like you said, for those individuals that may not be able to come and access the program in the actual facility, that there could still be some opportunity for them to access it, um, you know, online. For sure. We do have, uh, thank you for bringing that up, Simpala. that's a really good point. Um, I do ha have clients, and I've had clients in the past, that are doing everything off their phone. Wow. And that's pretty hard to type and, and do everything yeah. on the phone. And yeah, the phones are great, um, but it sure would be a lot easier for everybody if they had maybe a tablet. So um, yeah, that's another really key component to learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
especially in this world, day and age, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I've got one more question for you, more of a personal yeah. question. Um, I just wanted to know how your personal experiences have shaped the work that you do with your clients and the work at SFC? You know, um, thank you. That's a, that's a really good question. And um, honestly, what it's done is, you know, uh, teachers always reflect mm -hmm. on themselves and, and what they've learned. And for me, what I've, I really have a lot to thank my clients is that they've taught me how to stay current and how to stay relevant and how to stay marketable. Um, you know, nobody can get too comfortable in their job. You always have to be thinking of the next thing and you always have to climb. And uh, my students give me motivation for that. Mm -hmm. And they, I now ref reflect more on my skills and I'm more aware of my skills and my marketing, how I can market myself Right. more than I ever did uh, ever before. And I think that's really, really helped me and it's, it's kept it, kept me grounded. Yeah. And um, it's a life skill. It's a, it's a life skill to stay, you know, to stay current, to stay mm -hmm. marketable, to stay on top of things. So um, my students don't know that, but if you're watching this right now, thank you guys. <laughs> We'll definitely share this with your clients so that they can uh, know what they're bringing to you as part being part of the program as well, right? It goes both ways and, yeah. and it's the enjoyment of having a, a, a job like yours that you get to bring to them every single day, but they bring that back to you. So that's really, that's really lovely to hear. And we will share this with them for sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Josea. I really hope that um, we've brought some uh, insight and some information to those that don't know uh, more about a language program such as the uh, CCW and um, appreciate the time that you've taken today to chat with us and all the work that you're doing. And especially during the pandemic right now, just um, you know, working to make sure that the clients are um, amazingly supported uh, and, um, you know, have that positive outlook um, that a job will come soon and, uh, you know, they can rely on skills for change for, uh, you know, accessing all sorts of support. So thank you so much for that. Thank you, Sampada, for having me. It was really great talking to you. And I'm so glad that I had this opportunity to talk about our program. And let's do coffee. Yes. <laughs> Let's do coffee when <laughs> this is all over. <laughs> looking forward to that and looking forward to the day that we can have that potluck again. Yes, for sure. For sure. To more potlucks. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Thank you, Jose.